turn that up a bit? I like that, Jim. It, uh, AC, AC was throwing all those shows. Yeah. He still does some uh, some shows in LA. Yeah. But, uh, oh. damn, that shit was Episode tight. 11. About to go down. I'm gonna, uh,. Yeah, that shit looks so over bad. That's that old bass, that tone they used to get? Yeah. Oh, sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that night was tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny about 50 feet coming out of the Raider in the same. The Raider in the same. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to another podcast. Episode 11 is coming at you. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Mitchell Crowder. Say what's up, Mitch. Steven, what's going on, man? This is rad. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, you're welcome, man. Let's get this podcast started. Let's do it. You know what? Turn it up a bit, man. My name is Steven Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. Today's date, January 12, 2020. I just came back from vacation. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to give you another quick 10. Well, not quick, but, you know, it's going to be good. And uh, this episode is going to be good. It's one I've been waiting for. I just want to thank all my listeners and supporters out there. First and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate the support, man. Uh, We're growing by the day. The analytics said that uh, I'm growing, and I've had a couple people, had a couple meetings this last week to see how how everything was rolling, and everybody who who read the numbers said to keep going, which either way I look at it, I was going to keep going no matter what. So... Uh, I want to thank my supporters once again. I also want to thank my past guest, uh, Casey, Casey Simpson. Thank you so much for uh, reappearing again on the New Year's Eve special. It turned out really good, um, got good results, and we'll get you back in the studio and 
you know, in a short while, man. But once again, thank you for your support, brother. It was a good podcast, and I enjoyed listening to it at work. Um, things that happened to me last week. I know I had to do a podcast last Sunday. I told you guys a couple weeks ago that I was going to go on vacation. Um, yeah, I went on vacation. I went to Big Bear, took the family out to Big Bear. Love Big Bear. Yeah, man, it's really nice, man. And uh, it was it was wasn't enough. We went last year. And there was a lot more snow last year than there was this year, you know. But it, it was still enough snow for the kids to go out there and play and, and go on the sleds and stuff like that. Uh, we stayed, I think it was called the Marina Resort. It's right off of Big Bear Boulevard, right by the village. It's a really nice area. I recommend it for if you got kids and stuff because you don't have to go to the to, for them to ride the sleds or anything, you know, up the mountain. You can actually do it right there by the lake if there's enough snow. And so uh, it's a good spot to take the kids. This is my second time around over there. And uh, I love the food over there. Um, went to go eat pizza. Saucy Mama's. That was a good spot. Yeah, Had dinner is. over there. <clears throat> um, I noticed uh, that you guys who follow me on IG, I did post a lot of drinking. Yes, I did drink a lot of beer. <laughs> but I also did eat. So I was either taking a picture of the bomb sushi I was eating or the drinks I was drinking. And I don't want to be... Too much of a dick, so I posted all the drinks. I'm like, holy shit, everybody's gonna think I'm some damn alcoholic. Um, no, no, I did do other things as well besides drinking. I uh, went to go see my chiropractor. Shout out to Dr. Sean. Um, Dr. Sean's gonna be on, on the sh- on the podcast. He's gonna come in and talk about um, the health. You know how to be healthy by cracking your back and being getting adjusted every so often. So he's gonna come on and talk about that. That's awesome. Um, I also had my first time acupuncture acupuncture i'm gonna have to tell people if you've never done it you need to try it uh, shout out to vicky she was my acupuncturist she works in tustin at a place i delivered to and i've been wanting to try uh, acupuncture i just didn't know who to trust to poke me with needles and so yeah i went recently and it was a great experience um she asked she texted me later and asked me how i felt and i, and I told her this i go i feel like a slice of butter melting on a stack of pancakes <laughs> that that's how, how I, I you know want to say about that you know me but everybody if you never tried acupuncture and you got inflammation or you got something wrong with your stomach or anything you know i'm no professional i'm not saying to drop whatever you're doing you know to you know just switch to acupuncture but if if you can add that to your health regimen you know it, it did wonders for me i'm definitely going to go back and do it again um, I, I've gotten foot massages and, and, and full body massages, not the ones with the happy ending, okay? It's, it's not that type of show, okay? Um, but I've had uh, good deep tissue massages that have helped. But acupuncture, believe it or not, was crazy. It was insane. I want to get her on to talk more about it because I don't want to start talking about the chakra and the chi and all that. I'm, I'm no expert, you know what I mean? So I, I, it, there were some things she was explaining to me. And uh, I kind of, I, I, you know, I was into it. I, I, I understood a little bit. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but being, being in that, in that environment and getting needles and, and, and having her explain the chakra and the chi and all that, I, I really was into it. And, and it was a really good experience that I recommend if you never tried it. All right. Um, other current events. Uh, yeah, that was my vacation. Acupuncturist. Uh, um, chiropractor and the eating and drinking and being merry but hey you know i, I earned it um let's see 
Another thing that I wanted to talk about also before I uh, get on with my guests is a documentary I just saw. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's called Don't Fuck With Cats. And if you haven't seen that documentary, you need to watch it. I don't want to bring any spoilers into it. But if you're like me, you like to watch you know, good documentaries, stuff that uh, you can learn and also be entertained. So if you guys haven't seen that, go look it up on Netflix, Don't Fuck With Cats. Um, other than that, it's January 12th. Uh, a couple things that I had was looking up is uh, birthdays. And today's birthday, I guess I could say a couple of these fools' names, is uh, it's Jeff Bezos' birthday. Um, you know, he's Amazon. the owner. Yeah, Amazon. He's Blue not, Origin. Yeah, he's an alien. He's 90 years old. Um, <laughs> Howard Stern. He just turned, uh, he's, I think he's 66 now. He's looked 66 for a long time. Yeah, he has, man. I don't know if that, I don't know what it is. I know he's not a heavy drug user. Um, and then he got Rush Limbaugh. I had to put that one in there because what he he was addicted to Oxycontin. Wasn't he sending his maid to go out and pick up for him? Wow. Yeah, I think I remember somebody saying that. Don't hold me to it, but I, I, those kind of things stick to me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially where I'm coming from. <clears throat> Anyways, my guest today. I'm going to get to the guest part. Um, he's a new friend of mine. I, I met him at a Kratom shop. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, he's a musician, and we're going to get to learn about that. And he also works at the Kratom shop that I, I met him at. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you um, my 11th guest, uh, the Raider Nassane. I'm really excited to hear him. Um, Mitch Crowder, what's up, brother? Welcome hey. to the show. Oh man, thanks. This is great. This is this is really exciting. It is, huh? Yeah, it is. Well, tell a little bit about yourself, man. So yeah, I, um, you know, I, I I am a musician. Done it for years, and through that, I actually had uh, hurt my back about eight years ago, um, and uh, this is kind of what how brought old, me into what we do today. I'm 33 now. Okay, 33. And years so years. Um, this was maybe I was 25 when I pulled a couple discs in my back. Ooh, and, which one's um, L5, L6? Oh, yeah. The L5, S1, and down the sciatica. Okay. So brutal pain. Oh, shit. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, what the doctor said is it's from holding my guitar too much. So I play in jam band music. So we'd play four or five hours a night, three mm -hmm. days a week. And uh, I said the weight of my guitar is probably what did it moving around. Um, but really don't know. I don't know. But um, so that kind of led me into what my career is today. Mm -hmm. um, and I went down the path of every opiate they could possibly give me to get out of pain. And I couldn't live that way anymore. And uh, tried Kratom the first time and uh, nearly brought me to tears because you realize you can get out of that slump that you're in. Ooh, heck yeah. And uh, changed my life, changed my career. And uh, that's where we are today, working at Silent uh, so, Media with Online Kratom. So the... So the, the, uh, the, the did the pain go away? What was it? Was it inflammation? Was it the pills causing more pain? So that's the thing is like, I always, I don't know, but I do think that, you know, the addiction to opiates, when you don't have them, it's a psychological thing. It's causing more pain. I'm not a doctor, mm -hmm. but I went through it and, uh, you know, experienced it. But I do think that, um, there's there's a there's a part to that that's causing more pain mm -hmm. you know and obviously there's days when i'm still in pain but for the most part you know the kratom is working better than anything else in terms of helping me with relief mm -hmm. but um i have my life back you know you don't have that 
clock in your head that's always ticking take your medication or, yeah or whatever well for me i wasn't prescribed it i had to go to a street and get it mm-hmm. because when it, when i injured my back um at work i had two herniated discs now they're not super big but they're manageable they're manageable now i just can't you know i can't i used to play golf all the time every day i can't do that i could probably do it maybe twice a month yep um yeah i can't play basketball anymore you know it's it's my back will just be shot out so i've had to learn you know to to cut some things down now of course could i rehabilitate it and 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 drop 40 pounds and 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 yeah i probably could you know i mean but i'm just happy to be off be off the pills you know i mean because what i what like you're talking about it for me when your back was that goes out and you take the norcos or whatever you feel like it brings you more pain. Like even when you get off of it, you're real stiff and, and it takes a while for it to come out of your system. Yeah, absolutely. So what, well, how'd you find about Kratom? Who told you about Kratom? So it's funny cause when I was, uh, you know, you meet people that take other pain medication, right? When you're on it, for some reason, they just kind of, you run into these people that have it. And I was talking to this, this guy, and um, he worked at Ziggy's out in Huntington Beach. Okay. And his family owned it. And he had mentioned Kratom to me. And uh, at the time, I kind of blew it off. Like, nothing mm-hmm. natural works, right? Whatever. Well, when I was trying to get off um, the medication, um, you do all this research. You're trying to find what can curb the withdrawals. Because that's, that's the yeah. part you can't get through, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, you know, I came across the forum and um, talking about Kratom. Drove up to the shop, bought it the first time. I was home alone. Um, my wife was at work and were you uh, withdrawn at this point i was two weeks in i had already decided to be done two weeks in holy shit your skin must have been crawling dude it was no sleep for two weeks cold sweats upset stomach oh people don't understand if you never withdraw from opiates let me tell you it's the worst fucking thing you can ever go through that's why that's why i started this podcast well dude i i wanted to do something else you know because i had to replace that bad addiction with something And, and and trust me I love podcasting now. I mean, I've always wanted to do it, but I had to get out of it. I had to beat that, yeah, beat that demon and 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 overcome it. There's no way I could have come in here and and, and withdrawing and, and 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 trying to score score pills and be a podcaster. No, there's no way. No, and, and the thing is, like, uh, unless you've gone through it, there's no way to explain it, and there's no way to understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and we're just and, talking about the physical. The mental part comes months after. Yes, big time. You know, but your family, like you're down, you bring a burden to your family in, through all of this and they can't understand what you're going through. No one can help you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and so when you finally decide to get clean, you know, and it, it was, I wasn't doing it illegally or off the street. Mm-hmm. I was prescribed this stuff. Did they prescribe you anything to help you get off the medication? No. So I was actually at the end of this, the last year and a half, I was on fentanyl patches. Holy massive amount shit. of medication to fucking put down an elephant Dude, off. it was brutal fentanyl patches yeah shit you'd be you'd, you'd be what? high as hell and happy but you'd also just almost fall asleep right there you know? <laughs> it's just ridiculous um and so uh i couldn't tell my doctor because with with medication that strong you cannot just quit you have to taper off and I didn't, I couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it anymore. So you just completely went cold turkey off of fentanyl patches. Yeah. Shit. Um, and, uh, and so when I found Kratom, was, was that, was that, was that your first time just quitting everything? Oh, no, I you tried, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, you tried multiple times. Yeah. yeah I'm sure too. everyone does. It takes, yeah. it takes a few tries. And, uh, 
you know, you, it, and when you fail, you just feel so down, you know, like when oh, you go yeah. back to taking medication, like, uh, you know, in the last five years, I've taken a couple Norcos and every time you do it, you just feel so, so guilty. guilty. It's crazy. Dude, I had one pop out of my car the other day. It was a couple months ago. It popped right out. It, I remember years ago, it was a Norco, it was a yellow yeah. and it was in the crevices of my, where my seat slides back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I was I was withdrawing and I was trying to take everything apart and I said, dude, what am I doing? It's just one. And it was funny because like years later it just popped out. Yeah. Like, what is this yellow thing right here? You know, and I remember I showed I showed it to my lady and, and she looked at me and I just threw it on the ground and I crushed it. Dude, that little devil though, like if you were by yourself. The first day I was withdrawing, sorry to cut you off, but the first day I was withdrawing, I got a message on my IG. Someone was selling Norcos. Somebody that I knew, hey, I, I got some Norcos. And, oh, no, no, my bad. It was Percocets. You know, okay. I got a Percocets. And I look, it was my first day. And I go, no. And I was already sweating. I go, no. That's a hard decision. And, and uh, yeah, it was crazy how it happened that, the next, you know, that day when I had just stopped, you mm -hmm. know, that, that little, little, whatever you call it, just starts, you know, wants to drag you back in. Yep. Yep. Um, it does. It does want to drag you back in, and for mm -hmm. some reason, there's this uh, attraction to it. That as soon mm -hmm. as you quit, there's something frees up, or someone comes to you. Mm -hmm. and it's, you have to make the decision. You yeah. have to stand strong. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I came across kratom, I went and tried it. Didn't know how to take it. Didn't know what it was. The people at the place I bought it had no information, and so all you're getting is information off of Reddit or some forum. And uh, a lot of them are negative too. There's a lot of negative sure. information. Yeah, and. But there's also then you every once in a while you'll read some save someone's life you know and uh so i i tried a very small amount it was like three grams or so and uh and about an hour later i nearly teared up because you realize oh my god i i'm gonna survive this i teared up when i got off with pills i went i found a doctor i'm gonna get him on the show um and he works with heroin addicts all that and so he's per, uh, prescribed me suboxone now mm -hmm. it's not methadone um, there's methadol clinics. Actually, there's one right by the, your guys' crazy Yeah, right store. around the corner, yeah. And so I went to him. He, he uh, prescribed me Suboxone. And I remember the same thing you said because I, I was done. I was done with, with these pills. I was down. You know, it's it's. Even, I wasn't getting it prescribed. You know, I was getting prescribed other things from the doctors I was seeing. So whenever I ran out of the good stuff or I had money to buy the good stuff, I would take the stuff the doctors gave me and that kept me from withdrawing. But there was a lot of times where I didn't have those things and I couldn't bounce those things. And, and I just, I stopped, I couldn't do it no more. Can't and so it. I went to go see this doctor and he's prescribing some boxing. And like you said, about an hour later, I started crying because everything went away. The pain, the suffering, the chills, every, everything possibly the withdrawals can happen. Yeah. And so I thought that was it. I'll just dwindle off this and I'll be better. no, Three years later, I'm still on it, and I decide, okay, now's the time. And at this time, I was already hearing about Kratom, hearing, you know, listening to things. My first batch, I went to this liquor store by, you know, by my work, and I tried it. It wasn't as, it wasn't as, I don't know what didn't work. And then I looked online and I found you guys. I go, man, they're right down the street. Do I just order online or do I just go there? And I just I go I was already hurt and I you go I gotta go in. and then I'm yeah and yeah. I met you and then same thing man I was like holy smoke yeah yeah um 
it's it's you know when you tell someone it's natural they immediately blow it off because as i don't know if it's it's just humans or americans but we are we're taught to trust the pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals yeah we're taught to trust that and to be honest like you're saying you, they put you on suboxone or subutex right those yeah, yeah. those are the worst people that subs, that uh, prescribe that should be shot yeah. we have guys that are on narcos for two months for wisdom teeth and suboxone for five years like that's just so wrong you know and it's really sad to watch people go through it and not that it's incredibly strong mm -hmm. but it's something that they're they're taking your money you're addicted to it and you have to continue mm -hmm. it's so hard to get off it was, it was really hard man it was it was man i was just thinking back thinking back at it i'm like holy shit man but when i found you guys and and i met you guys and i befriended you um you guys are definitely on my mind to be on the podcast because this is something i feel people need to hear and people need to know because if they don't talk about it on the news they don't talk about it you know your regular doctors when when this this plant that you grind up or how the process is is able to help people get off of strong medication like fentanyl patches um obviously heroin heroin addicts right we've seen it help people uh depression severe depression mm -hmm. and it turns them around in a month um crohn's disease is a huge one right now mm -hmm. um and we've seen it like you know a lot of our some of the biggest customers in this industry are just moms who need a little energy at mm -hmm. midday with their kids they're at mm -hmm. home so stay-at-home moms and it, it's the amount of human ailments or the amount of people it can help is just skyrocketing oh, well i noticed that because you know i chew tobacco it's a nasty habit and i've noticed that I, I think I could give it up any chance and anytime I want I'm down to like two pinches a day but I noticed that it helps you with those bad habits like even yep. soda and stuff like that it does push you to be healthier and you know we tell this to our customers but Kratom is your sleep patterns and your diet affect how it works and it does kind of push you to be conscious of those things it does help you want to be healthier um, and I think part of it's getting clean and realizing that you need to flush your, your body out, but mm -hmm. they, they walk side by side. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of our customers a year in, they're just a much healthier person. So explain the, explain what Kratom is to people. Cause we've been talking about it for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Explain to, to people what Kratom is and the different types and, and stuff like that. Cause we already talked about what it's done for you yeah what it can do for you tell the people about the plant yeah we probably should start there so um <laughs> it's all right man. The, it grows naturally in the south pacific mm -hmm. uh vietnam uh, malaysia indonesia borneo bali stuff like that um really likes the the weather they get there which is super humid it grows really well in those climates but it's part of the rubicai family of plants which it's a cousin of the coffee plant okay um, but yeah, the whole thing is completely natural. So um, the leaves are plucked off the tree um, and most of it's harvested wildly. There are farms over there, but most of it's harvested wildly. When they're harvested, they're, they're going to be at different sizes or at different ages. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where when you start to learn about kratom, you're, you're going to see that there's green vein kratom, red vein kratom, and white vein kratom. Mm -hmm. That is pretty much the age where the leaf was taken off the tree. So green, it's going to be a young, oh. it's a young um, leaf, and so I thought it was three different plants. No, there's all, that's a misconception. So there's one kratom tree. Okay, one there is there's tree. there's no different. It's strains. just different stages you take them out. Yeah. So the different stages of the leaf, uh, green being the smallest, white when it's the middle age, and red when it's the most and, mature. And how how many like how many months are there between ages? 
That I don't know. Oh, okay. um, I would probably say a few months because they're harvesting almost year round. Um, they're in the right place of the world to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do harvest kratom year round. And it does go through seasons. Mm-hmm. It does happen, which is kind of where you're going to get when you see uh, you know, a, a red Borneo or a green uh, Malay from Malaysia. Um, so it's just one tree, but the soil composition and the weather in that area are going to affect the plant differently. So the alkaloids grow differently. Mm-hmm. And because of all that situation, you have what most people see as different strains. They yeah, do yeah. affect you differently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your high strains, you know, you're going to be from April to uh, late August. It's the one of the strongest. It takes a couple months for it to be dried out, ground up, get over to the United States, and then we sell it. Mm-hmm. And it really likes the first few months of the year from where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Borneo strains, they're much closer to the equator, so they don't they don't shift through the year as much in terms of strength and, mm. and the way they affect you, but some do. And that's why people really dive into it when they get into Kratom because it's, there's a lot to learn. And, um, I mean, it's kind of fun to learn it too. You know, it's, yeah, it's a sure. natural thing. And, uh, why is it not, is it le- illegal in the United States or in some places like in Arizona? I mean, so there's a, there are a few States that it is illegal in. But in the United States, federally, it's legal. Okay. Um, completely legal federally. The FDA and the DEA have Kratom on its watch list, and they are studying it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are countries like Australia where they actually use it as a pharmaceutical. It's not legal to just go buy, and they've synthesized it, and now they use it, which should, should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kratom doesn't affect your respiratory system. You're not going to... You're not going to die from stopping breathing like an opiate or heroin yeah, would. Yeah. Um, and so, I think he told me that one time. He goes, "You can't, you can't, uh, you can't. Uh, what is? It? You can't overdose on it." And I think I took t- too much one time. I was coming down from. You could you definitely know, so take too much. And, and yeah. I did, and I did take too much. And I did. You said you're going to get my get dizzy. Um, I think that was about it. I just got dizzy and overwhelmed a little bit. Yeah. But it went away. It goes away a couple hours. Um, you know, if you take too much, you want to you go to sleep. If you take even more than that, that's what they call the wobbles. It's the term mm-hmm. they use in the industry, which mm-hmm. is the Kratom overdose. Um, and uh, you'll never want to do it again. You hit your limit. You just It's just not a good yeah, feeling. Yeah, I agree. But it's not dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're driving, maybe. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not dangerous. Um, but what, uh, what about having addictive habits? So there are definitely good and bad things to create them. We can't just come in here and talk about all the good things. Um, Do people abuse it? Like they come off of heroin, they just take Kratom. There are definitely people who do abuse it. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. Um, The issue with it is that, you know, it's, I mean, it is, it could be expensive depending on where you're buying it and and what grade you're getting it. You know, how, how nice is the vendor? How strong is the product? Those types of things. But if you take it in very high doses, you know, four or five times a day, mm-hmm. when you quit, you're going to feel it. But that is not necessarily a horrible thing. Um, it's, I mean, it's somewhat of an addiction, it's but it's like, not the it's same. It's like addiction. drinking coffee every day. Yes. It's not the same addiction as opiates. It's a completely separate thing. And that's what I can't stand that people throw them in the same basket. I mean, it is an opioid. But it's not an opiate, and there's a lot of confusion between those. Yeah, two. talk about that. So an opiate would be, uh, you know, something from the the poppy plant or or synthesized, uh, you know, opiate, which a lot of it is now. Um, that's a drug. 
Mm-hmm. But opioids are natural, and they come in a lot of different forms. Yeah, uh, they do. Chocolate and sugar. And so kratom is just, it's, it's a little bit stronger than those, um, but it affects your, your opioid receptors, mm. which is... Um, Why is it that some people like us, like I, I like kratom. Like it, it, it helps me, puts me in a mood, and it, it, it's, it has structured my life. And, and I've added that with my regimen of taking vitamins daily. Yes. You know, um, so if people want to add this in the arsenal, what should they be looking at? You know, like, hey, I want to stop drinking, uh, you know, beer or whatever. Yeah. Well, the best thing to do is listen to this, but also do your own research. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's some good places and horrible places to do so. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Reddit. Uh, there's good information there, but there's also so much bad information or people that are just trying to figure out how to use it to abuse it. Where's a good website for people um, to look at for information? Yeah, I love Kratom, uh, dot com. It's a forum and there's, there's all the big American vendors are there. Mm-hmm. We have uh, doctors that uh, talk on it, people that have used it for years, people that no longer use it and explain how to, if, if you did abuse it, how to get off. Mm-hmm. It's actually some awesome information, really good articles. We have people that have written um, uh, for, for the creative industry for quite a while that write articles there. That would be a really good place to go. Mm-hmm. But also talking to a honest vendor. Mm-hmm. You know, when people come into us, I'm honest with them. As, as honest as I can be, mm-hmm. and you got to find a vendor like that. And there mm-hmm. are out there. I mean, they're out there. But um, you typically people start with about three grams per dose. Mm-hmm. That's there's some studies that say that's the tolerance for humans. That's what you ne- at least need to take that. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe it because we have people that take under it. But it's a good place to start, mm-hmm. and that's per dose. Whether you, you know you know your own metabolism. Yeah. When do you take it again? That's completely up to you. Up to you got to yeah. figure that out. Um, but it doesn't really matter what strain you start with. Just start, just, mm-hmm. just try it. And once you understand that it's, it's not what a lot of the media says, you can, you're going to dive deeper and you're going to start to learn about it and, mm-hmm. and respect what it is and respect the people that are, are trying Kratom or using it to, to better their life mm-hmm. you know and that's that's the main thing is just 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 try it that's what i tell people it doesn't matter what you try just just try it yeah it's good for inflammation uh for me it puts me in in a good mood yeah you know it, it gives me my energy um that one you that what's that one that you could go to sleep with it's got the lotus plant in it talk about that one so yeah online creative we have we specialize in blends which yes. is uh blending multiple strains, strains together them, yeah. and um a lot of vendors don't do this yeah we, are you guys like the only ones that are experimenting with this i think we're the originals to start originals doing it, it but there's other vendors that do it now some people just don't believe in it mm-hmm. and there's there's some truth to that you know, mm-hmm. if, if you're looking for something, a certain something, mm-hmm. you may want to just take a straight import strain, right? Mm-hmm. But um, the blends, what they do is they're going to start to uh, give you more of a full spectrum alkaloid content. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you a better, better mood lift and relax you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say you don't get energy out of it. You just, it's like that cool confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've taken Kratom, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yes, for sure. Um, but the Indra, we, it's the only thing on the menu that we, that's not kratom. We add the blue lotus flower mm-hmm. extract to it, and it's uh, 
super calming, you know, really calms that your muscles. That one helped out when I was coming off the medication. That's, that one put me to sleep. And, and ever since then, though, I think I went through like maybe two bags. I don't need it anymore. But there are some nights, I think I'm going to pick some up because there are some nights where I'm like, uh, I wake up middle of the night. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, there'd be nice to have a few of those. Just take that with some water and go right back to sleep. Yeah. And, and, and does it help? With, does that help with people who have trouble sleeping? So yeah, that's melatonin and stuff like that? Yeah. So, you know, all those things probably do work um, for certain people. But people that are in extreme pain that have, um, you know, my pops, for instance, right now, he uh, he, he took norcos for probably the only guy on the planet to take them properly he only took what the doctor gave him for 20 years never heard of uh that happening and um wow. he decided to get off his medication and he used cbd and kratom mm-hmm. and he used one of our strains it's called the durga um, which is a tiny little bit of extract in it not a lot just 10 mm-hmm. percent extract and um he used it to get off his medication and it worked it got, he got off in about three or four months and now he takes the Durga just to sleep. He mm-hmm. takes it literally when he crawls in bed, he takes uh, seven or eight capsules. Ooh. And he, I talked to him yesterday. He told me, he's like, dude, it changed my life. Because he yeah. has neuropathy, which is nerve pain. And so one Ooh. thing we have a hard time figuring out with Kratom, nerve pain is it's very difficult to fix mm-hmm. for anybody. Not, mm-hmm. and I'm not a doctor, but doctors have a hard time figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been able to sleep through the night like it's changed his mood it's changed everything about him and now he's only taking the cbd through the day but he takes the kratom just to sleep and how is he taking the cbd he has a couple of different gummies he takes but okay he, he buys his cbd from israel yeah israel's wow. on top of their game really? with the cannabis stuff yeah really just i never knew israel's on top of their game they were the country like that? that invented so you know you get prescribed a joint from a doctor right you have no yeah. idea how much thc you're getting yeah they invented a way to, you could take a, a tablet or a capsule or whatever, and there's a, an exact amount of milligrams of THC. So it can be prescribed properly. And they, and they did this a couple of years ago. They're on, I mean, they've done really well. Ahead of us? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. But it's it's a pharmaceutical. It's there. a pharmaceutical. So you got to go through insurance to get all that. Yeah, get a doctor. Oh. But, you, you think know. that's where we're heading with the, with this? I so if you talk to some of the biggest vendors in this industry, we hope it goes both ways. Um, first off, we want regulation because marijuana here it, it goes both ways, right? You could go to a shop or you could go to a doctor. Yes, and, and the doctor can prescribe you uh, edibles or stuff like that, or THC capsules to help someone who's older. They need help eating. Yeah, there are doctors that would recommend what it is, but really, you're still walking into a pretty, pretty weird place to buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still not where it should be. There are places. There's a place up, up north uh, called Kaliva that mm-hmm. I'm aware of. And you walk in, they're in lab coats. It's all nice uh, marble and wood and glass. Very professional place. Mm-hmm. There's not many of those yet. And no. there should be. No, you go to the, the one, uh, the first real one I went to recently. Um, it was a guy there. He's the, they're called Bud Tenders. Yeah. And the dude didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And it was just, he, you know, I, I knew what I wanted. You know, I've been, I've been a, a, a weed advocate for a long time. Um, so I went to a legit sh- shop, and the guy just tried to sell me the, his shit. He didn't want to hear what I had to say. Yeah. And, and that right there, I never went back. I go, dude, fuck that. But people with lab coats? It's, dude, it's really nice and fancy. And, and they've done it right. They actually got, I think it's uh, Santa Cruz, something up there. Um, mm. 
and uh, they got CCTV inside that goes directly to the local police departments. They brought the state, uh, the governor and his party to the place and they did a walkthrough with the governor. Wow. Like they've done everything to the T and um, they haven't tried to, you know, cut any corners with it and they've done it properly. And that's, I think, where we're headed because places like that are shocking when you walk in and you feel mm-hmm. special. It's just you people because feel... they got boatloads of money. They want to open their own shop and they they hire a couple of people that know how to grow weed and then they're 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 playing catch up. Yeah, it's... and I also think and most people could admit California did it wrong. Uh, the mm-hmm. taxes are so high, nobody wants to do it legally. Yeah, they uh, what they, what, last time I heard it was like a million dollars to get your license to sell. And it's it's just sad how much uh, we heard. Some guy told us like 30% of everything he makes goes to the state. That's an outrage. And I don't know that for sure, so don't well, quote me on that. Yeah. But that's an outrageous amount of money to, you know, you sell it on the corner, you still make more money, right? So mm-hmm. people are doing that still. Hmm. But the thing about the cannabis industry is that most people are brought up in it, right? And mm-hmm. so you you know what you like, you know what you need, or mm-hmm. you know what you want. That's the one difference in the creative industry. They are very similar in a lot of ways, although most vendors will tell you that we don't want to be associated with cannabis. We mm-hmm. want to just have our separate road. But um, I think they interlink. They do. They do very much. But we don't like being sold in smoke shops. There's a lot of. I don't like. I agree with that yeah. because the first time I tried kratom, I I looked it up online. There was a liquor store, and I went. I they told me to take ten uh, teaspoons and. And the quality, and I mean, if I think back of it now, it was shitty stuff. That's yeah. why I ended up finding you guys. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 I agree. It shouldn't be sold in a tobacco shop because I, I went recently um, on my pen right here. There's coils and on screws and the smoke shop sell them. So when I, I went back to the same smoke shop that I went to and they had even more Kratom with, with labels and bright labels. And this one guy walks in. And he's talking about uh, looking at the kratom, and he gets the kratom liquid. And one guy asks him, he goes, "Hey, what's that for?" And he looked at him, he goes, "It's for pain." And at that point, like just seeing him interact with those people, I wanted to stop them and say, "Hey, don't buy that. Yeah, go to these guys because these guys, you want help, you're in pain, or it looked like he was maybe looking for maybe his wife or his his mom or someone that was in pain, and he was like looking. He didn't look like he was in pain." He looked like he was just maybe if he wanted to get high, you know. But he looked like he was doing it for someone, and I was like, man, there's there's still people out there that need to know. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is you know, the industries with cannabis and kratom are very similar. However, no one was brought up on kratom. It wasn't part of a generational thing in your family in California or, or wherever you are. How long has kratom been around for? You think it's about twenty two years. It was brought here in the eighteen hundreds. But back then, mm-hmm. you could just take heroin. So why yeah, take anything right. else, right? Yeah. Um, but it was about 22 years ago. It was, a, uh, I think, a European or a British dude that brought it over again. To And uh, it's been growing incredibly steadily since. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just booming right now. I think we have 182 American vendors, a lot of which I wouldn't recommend. I'm not going to drop names. No, yeah, yeah. But there's a re- there's a lot of good vendors out here in Southern California and people that I would trust. And if they couldn't come to Online Kratom, there are plenty of people you could find. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just want to do your research. You know, if they have a phone number, call them. Just ask them some questions. That's the best thing you could do. If they got a phone number, they're, that's the best thing you could so do. So you guys can ship anywhere then, right? We, we can ship to Canada. We've shipped things to Jamaica. 
but really just the United States. Because oh, uh, Canada has their own laws, and Kratom's legal there. I think even probably more so than here. Mm-hmm. But um, they do their, uh, there's a lot of their own vendors there and stuff like that. And to cross the, you know, um, the border, just take, it's a long time to ship. How long do you think it's going to take for Kratom, you know, to be recognized as, as, as a, you know, medicinal type? Yeah, so you know, like for the government to say, "Hey, you know," and start giving that to the people, so they give them other bullshit. Yeah, that's uh, dude. So, um, I don't know how long it's going to take, mm-hmm. but I do think that the industry is big enough right now that there's no stopping it. So, what we can hope for is, first off, vendors want regulation. There should be ta- it should be taxed. You should have someone that comes and checks your facility once a year, make sure that you you, you know, uh, are doing things properly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing. Number two, we it should be pharmaceutical, but you should also, if you don't want that, you should be able to go buy just the leaf, which is what most vendors sell, right? Mm-hmm. Just the powder or a capsule version. Mm-hmm. There should be both sides of that as well because it can really help people as a pharmaceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some of the alkaloids in Kratom are incredibly strong. And... Uh, and the fact that it's not going to harm you, it should be used. But the issue is taking money from these massive companies right now. And a lot of it's, I'll say it, propaganda that mm. you read out there about Kratom. And uh, that's the war we're at. The media and the propaganda from these these companies that have endless amounts of money. Yeah, that's a, that, yeah I feel you on that one. Man. But, you know, I think it's going to get there, man. It's a positive thing. Um and if you if you just tried it once, if you didn't want to take it ever again, and and you had a family member who takes it, and you don't understand. Just try it once, so you can understand that they're not getting high. Mm-hmm. You know, they're solving a problem naturally, and they're trying to make their life better. You know, a lot of that is you know, you know, we see people that come in and hide it from their family. I'm like, dude, you have no need to do that. Bring mm-hmm. your bring your family in. Like, I'll explain everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't you don't need to hide it. Yeah, probably. Is he recovering addict? It's probably the case. Yeah, I get the same type of... It's probably of, the case. Uh, but, you know, like my wife looks at it. She's like, you know, I've seen your life before Kratom and after. And she's like, it's a, you know, it's a 180 degree turn from mm-hmm. from your efficiency, the, what you do around the house, your happiness, how much time you spend with the family, your relationships with your friends and your your mm-hmm. your, your parents. Mm-hmm. Everything changed. You, you're, you're a passionate man. And that's what I got from yeah. you when I first initially met you. You know, you're you're passionate, and it, it was real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't no no fake jive. You know what I mean? It was some real shit. And I'm glad you came on the show, man. I'm I'm glad you you came to inform people about kratom. Is there anything else you you, you want to say? Um, how can we get a hold of you guys? And you know, what was... so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, online kratom. We're in downtown Fullerton, Southern California, and you're more than welcome to just cruise in anytime. Um, if you're looking for any other vendor, which is fine, because this is not about us. This is yeah. more about the industry, and no, that's yeah. more important. Exactly. And I think most of the people in this industry would rather keep it legal than worry about what they make. And uh, at least the ones that are honest that and, and care about this industry are. But, yeah, we're in downtown Fullerton. OnlineCreatum.com um, would be a place to order it if you're outside the state um, or, or far away. Um but yeah, just find our website, give us a call. I answer the phone. I'm happy to help anybody. Man. That's awesome, man. We'll talk a little bit about your music, man. Um, right. we, we haven't talked about that yet. So yeah, that's kind of where it like, sprung this between you and I is, is um, 
as a song, I'm a songwriter. I mm-hmm. love folk music. Um, I'm a huge deadhead as well, so I do jam band music. And um, but most of that, you know, being a musician, just uh, doing podcasts or or things that are creative, mm-hmm. you have to have the drive to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what made me so happy about kratom is when when you're on these medications. Uh, My creativity me- came back. It came back as soon as as soon as I got off of everything, and then I started taking kratom. I was in the studio, right? I because. On, when I'm on the medication or on pills, you talk a lot. You talk a lot. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be this. And it never happened. You feel nothing. You're numb. To yeah, everything. you're numb. And then when I got off of it and I got on Kratom, that's when I said, okay, my words that I've spoke, it's time for me to put those into work. Yeah. And that's when it all started. But there's no way I could have done it all doped up. There's just no way. There's no way. I mean, there's people that do it. But, you know, for the masses, like the creativity comes from pain or feeling or love yeah. or whatever it is. That's where you get it, you mm-hmm. know. And as a songwriter, you know, you're writing as much truth as you possibly can. And Did you write a lot when you were under the influence? No. No? No. I, I tried. But it was nothing. Well, you know what I mean. Nothing like, that like, I would want to put out. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't. I always write, but it was, you know, things that I've written since then are, they mean something to me. They're powerful and they could probably so it's eight help. Year, it's been eight years you've been sober, right? It's been five. Five years. Five yeah. Years. So when did you come out with your new album? This album. So the, the, the album I think that you just listened to yeah. is called Simply Human. Um, that was my first solo album and it came out a couple of years ago. Okay. And I'm actually in the studio now working on my new album. Okay. And uh, I couldn't be more proud i think it's actually some of the best stuff i've ever done and i'm really excited to show people as a songwriter it's weird because when you put a collection of songs together you hope that it tells a story or makes sense because mm-hmm. a lot of them are individual pieces of life mm-hmm. um but it's um this one tells the story of my last five years uh you know getting clean marriage having a daughter you know um trying to become a man lost uh you know i was out of a job a while back Mm -hmm. and um you know at 30 something years old and you you don't have a job and you're not bringing income in those feelings that you have and um it's just a powerful record i cannot wait to show people but it's really folky um you know it's got some bluegrass instruments in it not bluegrass music Mm -hmm. uh traditional it's not like that but you know you get some banjo some fiddle um some slide guitar and but it, mostly acoustic stuff. Just, uh, you know, that's my favorite stuff. A guy on his guitar. It's great. That's cool, man. When do you think the album's going to come out? Are you looking I'm probably at? like two or three months out. So wow. we've, we've started recording. Well, I'm going to have to get you back on so you could pr- promote your album, dude. I'd, I'd love to, man. I would yeah, love to. Yeah, man. I, I definitely want I, I listened to your album. Uh, I think I talked about it earlier in the podcast about two times yesterday. When, when, you, writ, when, you, when you wrote that and, and you created that album, where were you? As, so you were sober back then too so uh yeah so the shakedown was the first serious band uh we were in it was uh we lived in a house together okay uh, and uh, we only played music we played enough shows to not have to have a day job which was dangerous incredibly wow. dangerous man because you get five guys and all you do is rock and roll you know some bad things come with that mm-hmm. so um we did that for a long time so most of that first album were songs that i had written during that period and mm-hmm. never made it to one of those albums. Okay. So it wasn't me. It was, it was me learning how to be an adult. Those, mm-hmm. those songs, um, you know, and as a rock and roller, you, you grew up way too late. You know, you, you're 18 and then you blink and you're still playing in bars, you know, mm-hmm. 12 mm-hmm. years later. That's just what made you want to become a musician. 
Uh, you know, it's funny. I started as a drummer. Okay. Um, but uh, the band I was in as a kid, our guitarist had was a you, Was your mom and dad a musician or any? No. Uh-huh. Um, my dad's a, a, one of the smartest people when it comes to rock and roll history. Wow. And um, and he has he, you know, I couldn't imagine being a hippie and taking the drugs they did. <laughs> going to a concert, he remembers Sinelli like, oh yeah, they're going into their fourth song. It was this song. Like he knows the set lists from things from like 30, 40 years ago. It's so he's just got a brain for, uh, you know, almanacking all this yeah. rock and roll history. And so he taught me all that stuff and showed me the good music and mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think that's just where it sprung as a little kid, mm-hmm. but in the beginning, I had, I was, I had no talent, I had no beat, no rhythm, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it took a long time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you play in, in high school, college? Uh, no. Just self-taught. Self-taught. Yeah. Wow. These guys I went to church with, um, I grew up going to this this church, and the pastor's sons, he had two two sons, they both learned how to play the guitar and drum self-taught. Yeah, and they would play every Sunday for the church and everything. So that it's drive, man. And you find something you love, and you just like this with you, right? Yeah. This podcast, you, you know, I remember when you said you were going to start it, mm-hmm. and now I hear people say they're going to start things all the time. Mm-hmm. You had the drive. You're mm-hmm. 11 episodes in now. Yeah. And there's passion behind it. Yeah, and for sure. So, same thing. The passion, yeah, man. Uh, that that passion, uh, that drive, it it, it comes from that passion to get through what I've been through. And once I, once I broke through that, I said, okay, man, I, I can do this. Let's, let's go. I need, I need to do this. And yeah. I'm happy you, you guys are here. I mean, yeah. uh, pretty soon I'm going to have a extra auto box or a, a better one where I could put uh, four mics in that way we could get George over here. Yeah. You know, sitting there listening to the podcast, yeah. um, get him in and we, and we can have some discussions, man. So is there anything else you, uh, you want to say? There's one more thing. Yeah. Go for it, so, yeah. Anybody that's going through opiate addiction right now, whether it's prescribed or not, um, you, you shouldn't be too bummed about it. You learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it makes you stronger for when you come out of it. Now, do I wish the time that I was on those things was shorter? 100%. I wish yeah, I could have learned all those lessons in a month. But mm-hmm. that's just not how it happened. But coming out of it, I wouldn't trade it for much because uh, it's made me a different person, but also a smarter person. I will say no to things when, you know, as sometimes I wouldn't in the past. You know, mm-hmm. you say no to things and, and uh, you, you have a little bit more direction and understand where your life wants to go when you get out of that, that dark tunnel. So, Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. Um, yeah, this is for people that are, are going through things. Like if you're going through... O- o- opiate you're trying to get off of opiates or pills or heroin or coke or meth i mean yeah going back to that how how is it with meth and cocaine will, will kratom help kratom helps that? yeah kratom helps quite a bit and that's the thing is is when you take a drug it floods your opioid receptors right any type and, of and drug any type of drug and that's it's the same thing the difference is how the chemical in those drugs are affecting the rest of your body opiates stick into the, the, the fat tissues of your muscles and, and it's why you have so hard withdrawals is it takes a long time for to drain that stuff mm-hmm. um and how long did it take for you to, to for your fat and all patches to drain it was about 90 days wow yeah but 
I don't know if I would have got through it without Kratom, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. no, there's no way I could have gone off of Suboxone. But, um, you know, and that's the thing. I, I don't want everyone to think it's all about this opiate thing. There are people who just take it for sleep. Someone who just wants a couple hours of, of uh, you know, energy, mm-hmm. you know, or or they they hate their job. Mm-hmm. We have people who hate it, just take the, they hate their job, so they take Kratom through the day. There's a <laughs> lot of reasons why to take it. Anxiety, mm-hmm. focus. I mean, the white strains really sharpen you up. If you really need to focus on something, a, a white strand, white Borneo, white tie would be just phenomenal. How many customers do you guys got that, that I mean, are you allowed to say that? I mean, you, we you, have a little you know. over 19,000. Wow. 19, and to 000? be honest, we are not the biggest vendor. We are the oldest American vendor mm-hmm. still standing, but we're not the biggest. We know of a few guys that have done very good for themselves and um, they are, they're, they're massive. Now the customer service is not there. We have, we have the best, I think, but. Oh yeah. The best staff for sure, man. You guys, you guys know, you guys are on top of your stuff and you know your stuff. That's for sure. Um, what was the other question I was going to ask about Kratom? Yeah, so going back, so going back to what I was saying to you folks, you know, whether whether you're withdrawing from opioids, opiates, heroin, crack, coke, methamphetamine, there's different strains of this Kratom that can help you guys get off if if, if that's what you guys are looking for. Because I know for me, you know, it, 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 I did have a little fun, okay? Well, even though my back was fucked up, there was days my back wasn't Thanks aggravated. <laughs> and, I was, and I was still taking it and abusing it. So, and this drug, I mean, not this drug, this plant, Kratom, it's, it's uh, from, my, from my standpoint and, and my uh, perspective and my experiences, Kratom will help you guys, you know, with a lot of these things. But also, you got to be mentally prepared and, and willing to... to to get past that you part of your life, yeah. you got to want to do it. You got to want to do it. You know what I mean? And so this is just another tool for you guys to think about it, you know, and, and people that are listening, even if it's not you that's going through things, you, everything's going good with you. If you know someone that's, that needs help, that's going through things, talk, tell them about this podcast. Tell them about, Hey, I heard about this, uh, Kratom plan. It could help you with, your addiction or help you with your pain or help you with inflammation or stuff like that. One more, another thing I wanted to ask There's, you about, okay. go for it. Okay. So what I was going to say is, um, we're talking on a podcast here, me to you, right? right? As a vendor, when I am in our place of business, I cannot talk about pain. I cannot talk about addiction. There's a lot of things that the you FDA can't, can't, yeah. won't allow me to say. So you, anybody out there that's deciding to do it, uh, do some research and, and listen to what I'm saying. But when you call a vendor, they may not be able to say the things you need them to say. And you have to understand that. And there's, wow. there's our hands are tied. And so if, uh, you know, if we, if you're buying from a vendor and on their bottle, it says for, for relief or for whatever euphoria, that's not right. They're not supposed to be doing those types of things. So, um, the, a, a proper vendor will try and dance around it a little bit and help try and help you. Remember, uh, yeah. How would you dance around something like that? If I came, because I remember I came in, I go, hey, I'm coming off with some boxing. I'm lucky. I don't, I don't even remember what you said. Well, lucky enough, I'm I al- got it though. Yeah, I'm allowed to tell my story. There you go. And so I am the perfect person to sell this uh, when someone walks in. Being that uh, you get, to, I you went relate. through it. I get to relate to everybody, most people. Yes. You know? So, yeah, it helps. Man, that's amazing, man. 
Well, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, I think we're, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm, I, I'm really happy you had us. Yeah, man, I'm, this I'm is happy. just really cool. No, I'm, you're, on, you're on the podcast, If, man. if uh, anyone has questions, let us uh, let them know they can hit us up. And if, if, if you need me back in a, in a while, man, you let me know. I'd be happy to come back. Yeah, no problem. Well, listen, guys. I, w- I want to thank I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to this episode eleven. Um, it was a good podcast for me. I, I was uh, even though I, I take kratom for my personal use, I'm very uh, informed and and this podcast I was really looking forward to it because uh, I wanted to get these guys in. They're always busy when I go in to talk with them, but I wanted to get them in ask him a few questions and, and as well as teach you guys what what kratom is all about so if you got any questions you got any um inquiries you can hit me up at the raider and the saint at outlook.com that's the raider and the saint at outlook.com you also go hit me up on ig the raider and the saint you also uh, can look me up at the raider and the saint.com and that will forward you to my Facebook page. Um, once again, I want to thank all my listeners and supporters for tuning in and, and giving me the support. I'm getting better, just like you guys. And I will see you next week. I don't know who my guest is. Um, I guess I'll get around to that. Once again, I love you guys. You have a good Sunday. Peace. Thank you.